Hi, I'm Allison Edwin, and you're listening to Scrublands, episode uh, 51, and uh, with special guest host, me. Uh, that was so, terrible. Was why, why should anyone give a shit who you are, Miss Allison yeah, Edwin? Right, who, are you? Um, who are you? Uh, I am uh, negative. I am a meat popsicle. A meat um, popsicle? <laughs> yes. Smoke um, you. can't say that. I'm hungry. <laughs> um... I am a level two judge. Uh, I used to work uh, for Star City Games until recently I, to go back to school. Um, I edit some of the judge periodicals. Uh, I I mean, most of the stuff I do is behind the scenes. Um, you may have seen my angry rants on Facebook if you're part of uh, some uh, uh, various magic groups. Uh, the in crowd. <laughs> well, look, they're... they're, they're I'm just saying neither none of you guys would be able to get in because you either have to be a judge or a chick uh, um, to get into most boobs. of the group assignment. Yeah. Yes, yes, but mine are supposed to be there. Oh. Mine are supposed to be there, You're not there saying too. that being a notable internet celebrity is enough to get into your, your <laughs> special club? Do you know that you're sitting with D-Sale right yeah. now? I, who has, as I'm told, two pro points. Oh, boy. I, did, I mean... You asked. Like, what am I supposed to say? In fairness, I did ask. I mean, if I, mean, I was detailed, it would take all my nerve to wipe my own ass. I'd be like, why the fuck isn't someone doing this for me? I ran, why do I have to wipe my own fucking ass? I mean, I Jesus. ran out of toilet paper, and it was like that around here for like... did not wipe my own ass. It was like that around here for like a week. Really yeah. I got diaper rash. Yeah. No, like, you, like that Game Informer that was in there, you just like tear pages out. Like you read the review and then you tear the page hang on, hang out. Hang on, hang on. And that, just so you're clear, you're, you're saying that that is the only use for Game Informer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, no, look, I, he said he read I, the review first. I mean, see, and I don't even what he thought I, of it. I don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even read the reviews in Game Informer anymore. I mean, they're really they, bad. They, they're awful. They are clearly a marketing shill, and I'm like, right. there are shills. That are worth reading, and there are shills that are not worth reading. For example, anything ones I, that are on the internet look, that are timely. Hmm. Look, all I'm saying is Print that media is dead. That's I'm, what we're I'm, saying. I'm a shill that's worth listening to or worth reading. There you go. Um, oh yeah, I also wrote an article in Star City uh, like a year ago. Shameless self promotion. <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude, it's amazing. A look, year ago, they had some open space on the website. I like how we didn't even like, have hey, to coach Allison, you into this. Do you just, have anything to say? She's no, like, look, not really. No, okay. You're so I, good. I, you're so good at self promotion. I love it. I love. No, like I have, no, that's welcome to the I internet. Not, I, I I do not do a lot of self promotion. This is this is probably ninety percent of the self promotion I will ever do in my life. Uh, cool. No, get used to it, because because what like once once you, once people get a little taste, then then that's all they want. No, that's all they want. They no. can't they can't get enough. I'm good. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't need to be internet famous. Um, my mouth makes me a little bit uh, uh, hard to miss. So. Wow, so many inappropriate things. That it's true. Um, I've often been told that I'm very subtle. Um, sure. And... <laughs> um, see, and and uh, and I'll take that here because we're not at an event. God, it's taking so many. Nope. All right. Just nope, say, it pa- you... nope. It passed. That's right. good. We're good. No, that's cool. That's we got, cool. We'll I pass. got gas. Hmm? I'm confused. Please, Can for the love of God, tell me that real? didn't happen. <laughs> what? <laughs> DC just made a funny face and I was like, all right, oh, all right. Passed. So, uh, uh, Hold, holding in my terrible comments is oh. really hard. Okay. Oh, well, gotcha. and we're all very really proud difficult. Of you for that. <laughs> we, we're all, we are. I, I think we can. Absolutely. We, we, there is a purpose to this podcast. Yeah, I know. We're going to talk about magic. So, um, I just want to 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 say some stuff about the judge program because it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> the um, last judge we had on here said it wasn't awesome. 
Well, you know, <laughs> that, I don't like. I wasn't really listening that close, but <laughs> wow, like, that's you? the impression I got. Okay, no, the JoJo program is awesome. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not for everybody. Um, like the actual act of judging, you know, means not playing, watching other people play, and sometimes being a jackass. Uh, you know, like. It, so wait, 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 this wait, wait, sounds wait. awesome. I often watch people play Magic, and I'm always judging them. So, does that mean that I could be a judge? You, it, 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 in fact, you, you could be if you're if one of your goals is to provide good customer service and make other people have fun. Pass. That's like work. <laughs> That's why they pay us. But okay, seriously though, um, last year uh, when I was working for Star City, I uh, we ran an event out in Seattle, which meant get in the goddamn van and go across country. Um, you guys drove to Seattle? Uh, Nicholas Saban and I drove to Seattle. Well, that sounds uh, awful. In a, <laughs> in, in, in a van uh, it's two, full it's of It's like 2,000 miles. We had all week. <laughs> like, that was my job for a week. Did you guys, like, stop by Vegas or, like... Kind of take um, that route from, south. Well, and we, then go we, were, we were headed fr- right from Philadelphia to Seattle, so Vegas isn't exactly on the way. You got a week. It can be on the <laughs> way. On. Is it actually cheaper to like get a fifteen passenger van, load it with two people, and send it across the country rather than just like shipping it and then hiring some uh, temp not workers only, not there? Only, not only is it cheaper, but uh, relying on a shipping company to handle time sensitive product is asking for trouble. Yep. I also, mean, ima- imagine- time-sensitive product that has also it's val- a lot it's of valuable. Worth. Yeah. yeah, well, right. But like, imagine what happens if you know you're 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 one of the Star City Events team, and you you know you get to Seattle or L.A. Although they've moved it to Vegas, um, or yeah. you know wherever uh, wherever out there, and everybody shows up, everyone's ready to, to have a good time, and you're like, so we don't have anything because we trusted FedEx. No, you do it yourself. You do you want it done right, you do it yourself. And Star um, Cities has the type of money to make sure that happens. Um, so no, that's and, fine. and look, and I, I, look. Also, uh, it's, a, Jared, it's a significant risk. So yeah, look, yeah. I'll, I'll, Jared Silva, the the, uh, the guy in charge of events, uh, Pete Hofling, the 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 man in charge of the whole company, man like the plan. they they know what they're doing. They're really good at their job, and that's I'm true. not just saying this because I used to work for them because I don't anymore. But so wait a minute. Uh, we have fun judge questions that we were talking about on the way over. Okay. We should, we should ask oh, all right. Oh, this I, is going to be like a 20 questions. Okay. And then we'll we'll right. go into our actual real segment right. after hey, this, hey, okay? Hey, all right. But but just just for a disclaimer. Um, I, ha- I, I reserve I, the right I, to be wrong. <laughs> I reserve the right to be wrong on account of the fact that I, I've oh. had almost an entire beer and drink. I have no alcohol tolerance. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm already cool. buzzed. Awesome. Sweet. I'm on all number right. four. So yes, but right. I have no tolerance. So So we asked – so – I uh, all right. Getting it turned into a creature gets doom bladed. There's a mimic vat on the field. Okay. He gets put under mimic vat. When you create him off the mimic vat, what happens? Can you create him off the mimic vat? I I need Oracle on mimic vat. I know the answer to that. Does yeah. mimic does mimic vat uh, like? It checks I, when it goes to the graveyard. Well, sure. So it goes under the mimic vat. So when you when you play it from the mimic vat, it comes into play as it would if it were to come from your hand. So it comes into play as just a planeswalker. Okay, but it dies activated. You can activate right. it immediately. So okay. you, can, you can plus one. Yeah, and, you can and plus it has but haste. you can't ever swing with it then. No, it's it because it has haste. It has oh, it has haste because of mimic Because mimic vac gives haste. Haste can exist on any permanent, not yeah. just creatures. It's just irrelevant unless it's a creature. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's literally you could make a six-six swinger or a royal assassin. Wait. So does every card have uh, summoning sickness? The artifacts don't. But like all the. Are other you actually th- asking me this question? Don't you have pro points? Hmm. 
He didn't say yes. he earned them. No, it's true. It's true. Every permanent has summoning sickness. That's no, why when you play no, because like in time, okay. in time okay. spiral, I could play Fatal Frenzy, which was an enchantment, and it had a tap ability on the Summon, enchantment okay, okay, plus okay. two okay. minus two on the Summoning enchantment. Si- summoning sickness. Uh, first of all, it's a term that te- is no longer in any like rules document. Like it's on it, Moto. Ooh, gotcha. It's, it, yes, Moto is definitely a rules document. <laughs> yep. um, it's also in Duels of Planeswalkers, but. I don't count that. Yeah, I don't no count that. No thanks. Although, I will give a shout-out. Duels rocks. I'm really? getting my roommates hooked. It's awesome. I, I saw it at Gen Con, and It's there's... magic for people that don't play magic. I know. Right. But, it's, it's, magic but it's getting for... my roommates into magic, which means that... That's only a good thing, though. Look, yeah. I, I walked home, and I wasn't expecting to find a three-player game of magic that was just left, like, mid-turn. <laughs> and I'm like... Who the fuck Why broke into it? my apartment and used my commander decks? <laughs> but no, there they were. They were playing nice. because one of my roommates uh, uh, played some duels, got her girlfriend to play, and then they got our other roommate to play with them. So sweet. They, I walk in. There's a three-player commander game going on. I'm like, that's so. Oh, actually, so wait, actually, if summoning sickness doesn't exist, what do we have? Summoning sickness summoning, exists on all so, permanents. Okay, so the, the term summoning sickness doesn't exist, but creatures. Were, that don't start play under your uh, don't start the turn. turn. Thank right. you. I'm alcohol. Uh, they <laughs> don't start the turn under your control. Can't attack or use abilities that have tap in. The so they literally cost. just never keyworded it as summoning sick. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, Summon, summoning sickness. It was it was in the rule book for a while. Yeah. Um. Like I remember reading the Ice Age rule book and like reading about summoning sickness and stuff because like it's flavorful. Like it makes sense. But and m- magic love shorthand. What what happened? Well, they, I'm, so, they I'm, actually, I'm sorry. You know, they used to have a they used to have a single four letter word for destroy this creature. It may not be regenerated. Berry. Wait, berry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say because it's always berry. Yeah, but now berry. we just turned it into a different word, and it now it just dies. No, 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 but it doesn't have all the baggage on it. Terror used to read berry target. Yeah, I understand, and it's like so they had to break it out a little bit. Right. Look, all I'm saying is sometimes magic doesn't like simplicity. Did you do you know how long the comprehensive rules are? It's pretty bad. It, it, I've actually like, been reading. I feel it like it's like this whole 1984 thing of like newspeak. So it's like, oh, yeah. no, like, okay, okay. Like it's like they're getting rid of uh, summoning sickness. Like they used to explain haste as unaffected by summoning sickness. Right. Like they replaced it. Yes. And then, but like, oh, but summoning sickness isn't a real term. So they're just like now haste means can attack and, and use, use tap, tap abilities, abilities. The turn right. comes into play. Right. Because, so like, because people, one of the things was that people were getting confused by what what exactly tap ability is. Like right. Grand Architect uh, can tap itself for mana. On the first turn, because it doesn't have the tap, but it's not right. a tap ability, it because it, it doesn't have the tap symbol in the activation cost. Right. Right. I can see how summoning sickness doesn't make sense because like lands aren't summoning sick, and how can artifacts be summoning sick? Right. Well, you know, that's because land like is that. just a picture of a tree. Oh yeah, well trees Dude, can be sick, tree man. Sick? Trees can be sick. I mean, well, how are you? Mountains. Okay, how are mountains? Mountains cannot get sick. For instance, when you you turn. Have you been to West Virginia and seen the coal mining there? I've never seen a sick. For instance, when you play an awakener druid on your forest. That came into play this turn. You can't attack. Can't right. attack. That's what I was going to say. Why cough. are you like? If you have options, why are you awakening your forest that you just played? It might you, be your only forest. Also, yeah, yeah okay, you can no. definitely do no, that. No, I said if you have options, if you have options, if you have options. But you're also, I was going to what I was going to say earlier is Koth cannot activate the same mountain that you just played this turn. Right, can. Four. Oh, it can. It right, can. to attack. <laughs> it just right, won't attack. Mm-hmm. Right, or, or, or tap again for mana. Okay, so magic is hard. This is what we've learned. Magic is insanely complicated. Cool. Look. Uh, the, the 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 pass rate on like the uh, the level one exam and 
for the love of God, don't quote me on this. Um, it, oh, wait, I'm recording. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right, I believe if, you're quoting yourself I here. Quoted. <laughs> um, I if I reserve the right to be completely wrong on you this. You can be wrong. Uh, we love it when I, you're We wrong. actually have that in the show notes of like every show. Yeah, okay, like, We're yeah. always wrong about um, everything. Like nothing you hear here is true ever. Um, I, so. I'm, I'm sure I can come up with a correct answer tomorrow and get that. No one cares. Put in the show. Go, okay. on. Anyway, go on. <laughs> it's, it's, I believe the pass rate for level one exam is a little under 50% and the pass rate for a level two exam is about 50%. Is that now that they've like upped the requirements and like the new stuff? Like, you know, these are, okay, look, we we were talking earlier about level ones, like just being FNM judges. That doesn't mean that they don't have to like learn a lot to get where they are. Like they don't have, they're they're, they're not getting grilled on like competitive rules enforcement level stuff, which is like your PDQs, your open series. I heard for the level one, you don't actually need to know your IPG anymore. Which is, yeah, the IPG is what governs competitive and professional REL. Right. So you you don't need to know that. You need to know the judging regular document, which uh, is, you know, judging it regular. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it sounds like. And, uh, I which I have read. Uh, th- I don't since I don't run F and M. I don't consult it very often. I believe and, it. And um, if you ask me a question about it, uh, I would probably <laughs> like deer in headlights. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying deer in headlights, easy. but I'd have to consult it. It's it's look, it's a, it's a, like a three page document, something like that, two page document. Um, it's super simple, but it's and it's supposed to be uh, because the rules for F and M are basically they want the rules for F and M to be. Have fun. Don't be a douchebag. And right. like, read the cards. Do what the yeah, cards say. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, if you screw up, fix it if you can. And if you can't, whatever. Like, there's no, you know, you're not going to give out game losses. Wait, 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 wait. There's actually print that says "Don't be a douchebag" at FNM. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Well, okay, so we have I this wish. thing called unsporting conduct. Yeah. Oh, I've um, gotten that one before. <laughs> did I, did, okay. Did, did, did I give it to you? Because I'm no, sure. No. Okay. It, it was like, an indie, wasn't it? Uh, we're not going to tell the story. Okay. Yeah. Look, <laughs> look all, I'm, all, all I'm saying is that uh, Eddie Davenport uh, got a game loss from me once for uh, unsporting conduct, and uh, he's actually really proud of this because uh, I talked. Yeah. About, I talked about unsporting conduct in in uh, an art, that article I wrote, and uh, he he I, I I was nice. I did not identify the person in in the example. But, you know, it was Unsporting Conduct Major, uh, directed racial slur, uh, and, you know, he took credit for it. So I'm like... Oh, was that the Brink Rider story? You've also DQ'd me before. Okay, Allison, I gotta clue you into the mindset of people that are gonna get unsportsmanlike conduct warnings. They don't give a shit? People that are willing to be complete assholes to their opponents in front of multiple people right. probably are gonna be an asshole to a bunch of judges, too. That's fine. So, we, we, we have the ability to make yeah. them stop being assholes. To yeah, us. so it's, you and know. That's, no, but see, look, all right. Ten times out of ten, if some if somebody's going to be a complete douchebag, I would rather they be a douchebag to me while I'm in uniform because I can deal with them. I have the authority to do, kick them do, out. Do, well, or whatever. I mean, if it gets to that point, I really hate doing that because disqualification. By the way, no judge likes doing it because, well, first of all, disqualifications have to come from the head judge, and it's also bad for business. Kind it's of bad for business, um, so the tos don't like it. But well. Sometimes not doing it is worse for business, Fair. so you know yeah. sometimes it has to be done. But it's a lot of paperwork. This is why I hate hate disqualifications because that's a lot of paperwork. Like I can ruin like if I'm head judge, I can ruin somebody's day. But you know 
I'm, it's not without cost. I have <laughs> it also to, ruins I, my it, day. It also ruins my day because then I'm spending, you know, 20, 30 minutes of my day, like, doing paperwork, explaining to the DCI why I, I, I felt that it was necessary to kick this asshole out of my event. And, you know. Hoo-wah. Can you just write flipped the table, period, and then, <laughs> and then send it? Like, just send it. Ship the like, email. I mean, like, and, and I mean, the DCI's okay, going to send look. you a reply that says pics or it didn't happen. Like, <laughs> I mean. Um. You usually don't get replies, um, <laughs> although if, you know, if Andy Hack decides, uh, the judge manager, um, awesome dude, by the way, um, if if he does reply, then you answer his questions. Um, but, uh, yeah, if, if if it were that simple, it's probably not that hard. But if it's, uh, if it's a situation that's a judgment call, like somebody may be cheating, somebody may not be cheating, somebody may be colluding, uh, sorry, um, somebody may not be... Uh, you know, the, the head judge has to make a judgment call, and that's when you have to, it has to be explained. Cool. So if I'm going to get DQ'd, I'll make it real simple for you. That would I'm be just, I'm just letting you know. Okay, so no, like, no. Like right, right that, up front. That, that, that <laughs> would like, be I am not planning I on think... playing this event anymore. I understand <laughs> I will be DQ'd. It's go time. I think what we were learning <laughs> no from this cast is that if you're planning on doing something that qualifies to be DQ'd, you need to make it as hard as possible so that you don't get DQ'd. Exactly. exactly. Like, <laughs> look, I'm going to make your okay, life hell. No, 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 you really no, no, want to no. go there? Okay, let's look, go there. Look, the worst <laughs> that it, the, the worst that's, like, okay, let's say I'm head judging an event, which I am on Sunday. I'm head judging the draft opens. Oh, if this I, is the opportunity. Yeah. If, 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 look, if, Put if, this if, into practice. If, yeah. if, if, if you three make me DQ you, then I'm going to go online and write mean things about you. And no. Yes. Then you I mean, have what? to get in line because everyone else is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, if if look, if you're gonna be a douchebag and you're gonna get yourself DQ'd, at least do it in such a way that doesn't hurt anybody else, doesn't ruin anybody else's day. And you know, if if, if you want to go dramatic, understand that you know don't do it to punish a judge. Like right. if you if, if you're doing it to screw over the head judge, the worst that you could possibly do, the most complicated situation, I take thirty minutes of my time to vent. In an email right. saying, "Here's why this guy was gone," well, and I'll, then and then I feel some catharsis. So you're actually, you know, if you earn it, I feel better after the email is written. See, we've had we've had detailed discussions about the separation between the DCI governing body and like the convention center governing body and yes. the United States government governing body. Yes, <laughs> these are all very different things. And so and so, if I'm just sometimes gonna, we yeah. all agree. Oh. Sometimes we all agree, like the the theft that's been going around. A okay, lot lately. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, like that's that's like a government issue. Sure. But like, oh, well, ooh, the DCI banned me. The DCI kicked me out of their event. Wait a minute, the like, DCI banned you. Does that mean I get to keep all these cards and still sell them and make a bunch of money? Oh, cool. uh, ask Bob Maher. Uh oh, <laughs> what? What? Uh-huh. Lifetime ban? What? I do not. I, I don't know that. Doesn't um, he have a card? I, he does have a card. Oh. He also has a lifetime ban. Why does he have oh. a lifetime ban? I never heard of this. Selling merchandise outside of the venue. Oh. Uh, really? Without a permit. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, that that's a that's a that's a big no. Yeah. Please don't. Like you'll get a lifetime ban. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, like, hey, hey, listeners, reason, please don't do that. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Um, well, no, no, because like everyone, they like these Star City events coming to town, okay? No, uh, look. And the reason that they can afford to come to town is because they sell shit, and people buy their cards. Right. If you undercut them and you're going outside to sell shit, uh, you might not have Star City coming back to your town. And, I mean, it's not, it's not only that, but it's like, you know, and I'm speaking as somebody who was on the event team for, you know, most of a year. Uh, look, 
it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of work to, you know, not live at home for, for half of your life, you know, be constantly on the road, be constantly, you know, going from one event to another, you know, your entire life is making these tournaments work. And the reason that you do it is, I mean, sure, there's a salary involved, but there's a salary involved in any job. The reason you do that job over other jobs kind is... Kind of like a labor of love. It's, it's, it's a labor of love. Like, you have to want Magic tournaments to succeed. And if you, if you don't, you're going to be miserable at the job. So how many people are involved in, like, actually making a tournament fire? Just, um, just ballpark it. Like okay, two, well, Like, two dozen people? Um, it depends on the size of the event. A Star City Open uh, Invitational a, Weekend, or what, a the weekend. City, a Star City Open Weekend... Um, like two dozen people uh, is what I'd guess. I would say about all told, including people back at back in Roanoke at the store, close to twenty twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And and you know that's yeah twenty twenty five. But like that's pretty impressive considering some of these events have had more than a thousand players. Yeah. Wait, really? Right. But, I I mean I know I know a thousand players been, between both events. Like oh, you, yeah, you'll between, have like you'll have like four hundred, five hundred, one event. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I could have sworn. I don't think it's ever cracked a thousand no. unique players. That never happened. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But I mean, like GPDC, like almost hit two thousand. That was yeah. That was that nuts. was amazing. We were there. That I was there too. That room was astounding. <laughs> Our that, friend James Clear got last place. Which absolute last. That was awesome. I dead last. I want to talk. What did he do? Like oh six. No. <laughs> he, I think he went like Ooh. 04 drop. Or yeah. Like he dead blasted the entire like event. He oh, played geez. most of the event. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. That, Love you, James. Because James listens to the podcast. No, dude. Okay. Congratulations okay. on your last place. Hey, hey so you know, funny. screw you. I, I, I respect the shit out of that because somebody's going to stay in the event, lose time after time after time after time. You know, get your, get your ego pounded oh, this is round better. after round. Like, that's endurance. You gotta respect that kind of endurance. <laughs> well, here, all right, here's another. Like, I came in. I played at the the, the PTQ that we played. Uh, what three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? Whatever yeah. it was. Like, I, oh, hadn't was, test, was, I hadn't tested at all. Was this the PTQ? Yeah, at the, oh, the, the, the yeah. Richmond Convention. Oh, yeah, I top eighted that shit. I hadn't. No. I know. Oh, you did. Yeah, you did top uh, top eight the day too. Yeah, but. Then. And also, uh, just to correct uh, something that Diesel lied about a couple weeks ago, I did not take any of his fucking <laughs> advice, <laughs> advice on, on day two in deck. Hey, Diesel, would you test with me all week so that I can absolutely like, and then and then t- ask me what your opinion is so that no, I can no. do the exact opposite? On day one, I did exactly what we decided, and then on day two, I made my own adjustments. That's not even true. It is true. I looked at your deck for like twenty seconds. Yeah, it and it was everything like you said about in the car. No, it, 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 you said you wanted the one of Obsidian so we can see it for it, and the one of it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah, it it but doesn't matter. But you're wrong. Look, everybody that's listening, <laughs> everything I tell you, just do the exact opposite. You He's will not keeping well a straight face. I, just so you know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, anyway, but basically, basically uh, we, I mean, if some people play this game because they enjoy the game, right? Uh, oddly enough, a lot of people play this game Wait, for fun. People, people enjoy playing magical cards. No way. Um, oh my ask, god! Ask any one of my Not opponents anymore. who has crushed my face. <laughs> it's, it's how no, good it's, it, it felt, especially that way, for them but... to beat me. Yeah, it becomes an addiction. Look, um, I've I, I I've been playing this game no. since the beginning, and I mean, on and off. Like it was, I was off for like six or seven years. But if if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. Um. All right. So All right. we wanted we wanted to ask some judge questions. Then we're going to talk right. about modern. Oh, right. I have a break. judge okay. question. I have okay. a real judge. Question. Okay, a real judge question. Okay. If hang I on, hang on. DCL has a real judge question. And go. Oh, now there's all this pressure. 
It was definitely not a real judge. <laughs> okay, you, wanna, you really want to know what my question was before you hyped okay, it all up? All right, all right. Okay. Look, I was doing you a favor. The first casual multiplayer deck I ever built okay. was green-white tokens. Okay. If I have uh, a castle and a whole bunch of sapperlings right. from my thalids and my funguses okay. and supply I, I demand, okay. and uh, then I have a scion of the wild... Who, what the fuck is Sion of the uh, Wild? He is one GG, star star. His power and toughness are equal to all creatures in play. Okay? That seems pretty so good. So it's just a okay. better Keldon. Yeah, like yeah. He's, a multi, he's a multiplayer card. Okay, he, Keldon Warlord, got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. So I got all these cool things, and I got this castle, and I'm feeling all good. Yeah. And uh, then Playing with your 20-year-old cards. <laughs> hey, fuck you. All right? <laughs> look, I was opening I castles. I sweet-ass Sapperling deck, and they're I, all one-twos now. I Look... All right. I was opening castles, okay? I, I, I've used plenty of castles. Okay, good. So All you right. know how good I, it is. I know how fantastic castle is. All right. Do What's it. better than a 4-4, four, four, Sarah Angel? A 4-6. Four, six. There you go. Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. All right, so you've um, got all this, st- this stuff out. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, speaking as a judge, I cannot comment on the board state and the quality, nor can I give you any strategic advice. Speaking as a player... Uh, Hello, Wrath of God. There you go. You lose. No, 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 no. He forgot to tell you also had Eldrazi Monument. Oh, oh right, this right, is right. well beyond. No, well, oh, no. No. <laughs> no, this was not that. I had, I had, I had Shannon of Life's Roar so that you had to block him, and then all my Sapperlings got through for damage. Oh, yeah. oh that's that's awesome. Castle we were using, the butt. We were using <laughs> lure for Castle that back in the day. The butt. That's fine. If you yeah. have infinite, <laughs> and it doesn't, and it doesn't pump the butt when you're attacking. That's fine. If you can give them all Somebody is no, going to get No, even then. I have, 30, I have 30 sapperlings. Untapped creatures when they're no, not attacking. when they're, they're not attacking. attacking. Wow. It was specifically the fuck you Sarah Angel clause. In fact, it was referred to in the rules documents as such. For, no, I can't. I can't <laughs> as that the one fuck up. you Sarah Angel clause. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I have 30 sapperlings and you all all your dudes have to block my Shannon of Life's Roar. Yes, then, yes. I mean, we've, all, we've, we've all played limited. Okay. okay, I'm hating this already. <laughs> so all right, you all guys right. wanted to know what my judge question was. Right, well, I guess right, now so we have to go on Actual, here's an actual okay, question. An actual that, judge question. Uh, I think might actually because um, I, I like to think that the three of us are, are fairly confident players. I, I see you and, guys do well enough. And regularly. like, it stumped all three of us. All right, okay. that's true. Um, uh, you play Gideon, okay? Okay. Is this Gideon Hero Bladehold? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, no, no, no. We already talked about this okay. on the cast. We all know right. that one. Uh, okay. All Gideon Jura, the planeswalker. Okay. okay. I, as opposed um, to all the other Gideons uh, out there. I plus two him. Okay. Sure. So that my opponent has to attack Gideon next turn. Okay. Right. I also have a Norn's Annex in play. Right. What happens on my opponent's attack phase? That any creature that they don't want to pay Phi White for doesn't attack. It's too late. But G- G- Gideon requires... Yeah. Oh, I heard Phi heard, White. I, I was like, Phi White. Yeah. Gotcha. See, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm hip. It's Damn. Like Phi White, Phi Green. Yo, I'm going to go get some Za. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so they don't have to attack because well, unless they want to pay for it. Right, because... Yeah, that's know, what I thought. Gideon says, if able. Right. If gotcha. and Norn's Annex says you can't. So if you can't, you can't. If you can, you have to hit Gideon. Well, there was discussion of someone saying like, "Oh, they have to pay white, or they have to pay two no. life." Right. No. And I didn't think it that way because it actually says it's a pay. Right. So. Well, it, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's pay. It oh, just, this sounds it, like an a, awful a, win condition. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> like, first of all, you're using Norn's Annex, um, which actually I, I That's like. A blowout against uh, against like goblins it? and shit. No, against uh, Splinter Twin. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Actually, I like that. <laughs> I have Hornet, Norn's Annexes. Unfortunately, Splitter Twin's not a real deck. <laughs> yeah. well, well, that's not true. Whatever. Christian uh, Volanti loves I keep saying that. Whatever. Like, I haven't G- seen a G- top eight in a G- long time. Jimmy Tessitore blew me out with Splinter Twin. Tessitore still? Yeah. yeah. He, um, Those he, guys are like the Mario brothers. Oh, did Jesus he win? Jesus Christ. Oh, he, he beat the shit out of me. And oh, was, no, no, no. I mean, did he win the tournament? Oh, no. Oh, no, we, no, no. <laughs> All right, because he was playing Splinter Twin, right? <laughs> look, okay. Well, <laughs> look, he was playing Splinter Twin. I was playing Cobblade, and we were in the... Uh, I, this was the last round of the event, I believe. Um, I ended 0-3, just for the record. Were you in last place? <laughs> I don't believe so. I think uh, my tiebreakers awesome. were okay. See, my tiebreakers were good enough. Sorry. I wasn't in last place. Sorry, James Player. You're still the only person we've ever known to go last <laughs> placers. Um, Let's go on break. Can we go on break? I need okay, to, yeah, I need we've, to, got, we've, we've got a beer to talk about. Oh, no. No, no there, are, there are so many uh, things to talk about. Okay, yeah, sorry. We've got modern. Because when we get back, we're going to talk about modern a little bit, and then we're going to close right. up. Well, it's usually a new player who like understands that something can work, and they've seen it happen before. But right. they just don't understand how it stacks or how right. it works out. And and you know, and then there are some things that like, you know, you you don't have like, I'm not I'm not gonna say that uh, you shouldn't know how things work. But if 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 you're at an event and you say, uh, swing with my hero blade hold, sack the triggers so that my tokens get the bonus, like that's enough. Like you you don't have to say you know. That you're going to. Put, I stack Battlecry first. Yeah, you don't have to say that. Like, yeah. I mean, yes, if you're going to be technical, you know, you should. Right. If you know, if you're playing at a professional REL, you probably should. Probably just say uh, that. Yeah. But you know, we we want people to have fun. We want people to play. Uh, um, all right, guys. All right, so we're gonna go smoke a cigarette. We, we, we need cigarettes since well, watch us. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, God. <laughs> I appreciate it so much, guys. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about modern. We're gonna talk about how much we love Tom Appeal. Oh God, no. love him so much. All that, all that great stuff. Stick around. We'll be right back. It was a very uneventful break where apparently the city of Richmond might be on fire. Yeah, it smells like plastic on fire, too. But Mm. Chris Burroughs has apparently... a punk rock song named Richmond is Burning. Chris Burroughs has uh, wrecked his sense of smell so hard that he didn't understand what the smell of burning buildings was. It smelled like a freaking laundry by a store. It smells like laundry... It it smells like a burning building, like melting plastic. He's like... It smells like some wood. It smells like like really good mesquite or something. Else. Like, <laughs> what the fuck really is going does. on with you, Look, brother? If, it if does. You, if you like, lower, actually, if you lower your standards just... enough, any barbecue will taste it's awesome. It's actually Chris Bros who just drank so much whiskey <laughs> that <laughs> everything that he smells has a tint of oak to it. That's <laughs> probably it. I mean, let's be honest. That's probably it. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what's like not. Farted. Oh, man, that smells like oh, whiskey. That's... Like No, actually, that smells like straight shit. <laughs> It does not smell like whiskey. <laughs> well, wait, you've never had the Colonel before? Colonel's <laughs> <laughs> Pride, baby! Colonel's Pride! Some guy, some guy got a retirement gift from my work. It was, it was just a bottle of vodka called Alexi, and we were like, what the fuck is that? Like, it was 
like like if the bottle is plastic and it feels like cheap plastic, mm. what is yeah, going on? Do not on? drink that yeah, whiskey. Do, that whiskey no, will not. It, it was vodka. Do but, drink it. Well, you, you don't name your whiskey Alexi. Well, if you have whiskey right. named well, okay, Alexi, that's a real at, problem. At, that's the stuff that you turn into jello uh, shooters. Here, here's a little drinking <laughs> tip for all you alcoholics that listen to us. <laughs> uh, if you get shitty fucking vodka and you put it through a Brita filter, it tastes better. That's true. If really? you get shitty fucking vodka and you put a uh, a loaf of bread on its side. And you pour it through the top, and it drains through. It'll taste a lot better. That's true. Yep, that is actually really. True. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna try that. I mean, you also are out a loaf of bread, <laughs> so you could probably just. I mean, for the oh, cost I'm of a loaf of bread right now, bread. What, like vodka sandwiches, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh this, is, this is going. This is going places. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Wow. Wow, this is happening. I had so I had so many good segues, and you just ruined them all with chomp, chomp, chomp. Okay, okay, let's just try. And scene. Where he go? We're here to talk about the uh, new modern, format. Modern band list. Oh, modern boy. band list. New format right. is so happening. Here's the, here's the Do the I win? Do I win? Can you can you finally acknowledge that I have won? No, modern no, no, is no, a format. Well, 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 yeah, well, modern is a format. We knew that modern's a format. I mean, you were championing when they, over when they, it. When they, I was championing any middle format. When they introduced it, at, anything that exists that lets me play my hallowed fountains. Anything that lets them ignore the reserved list and and you know put all their efforts into something. Where they can reprint every card when it's necessary. This is good. I'm all in favor of. When they introduced yes, it at the community because cup, only it was because very, I only was... because I only own two duels now. <laughs> Wait, I should have said that. Format that format is awful. Modern, I don't, is modern? Awful. look. Okay, wait, you're saying modern is. Wait, look at modern the band list and you'll understand hang on, why. Hang on, hang on. Okay, wait, can I get, can I get like thirty seconds for the floor? No. Okay, so I'm just gonna let my thirty seconds like okay. dis- dissipate <laughs> with, with silence. Hey, 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 Cassie, so look what over there? It's a distraction. What? What follows is 30 seconds of silence. Okay. Let's just go ahead and look at each other <laughs> All right. for a while. So, You're <laughs> All right. All right. The pros of modern. You can just make sexy faces at each other. I'm cool with that. Oh, D-Sale. Makes for really... Oh, D-Sale. It makes for a really good radio. <laughs> <laughs> Do not stroke my beard. <laughs> I'm, gro- I'm, I'm already kind of insecure about growing out this beard in the first Why? place. And you're going to stroke it. Why? It looks fine. I know. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it looks wow. Really I'm fucking beautiful, okay? <laughs> wow. Okay. Ego. No, no, I'm actually not bit. insecure at all. All right. So, the the good part... Stop crying. <laughs> Stop crying or I will give you something to cry about. <laughs> okay. So... Pouty face? <laughs> okay. That was pouty? I'm sorry. I thought you were about to cry. <laughs> um... You little bitch. Well, I'm gonna fucking cry because they banned Bitter Blossom from Modern. Yeah, why do they do? Why do they ban Bitter Blossom? What's the justification on that? One? Okay, there are 21 cards on this banned list. Yeah, and that's Tom, a lot. Okay, well, so hang on, hang on, hang on. For in, in, in fairness, so in fairness, five of those cards are really just the same card. Okay, that's Fair fine. Like, a, a, like I'm, I am really, really okay with a 21 card band list. It seems a little bit excessive. It's but not the the size of the band list. It's what it's they how fucking you put it. exactly. <laughs> That's how you use Sorry. it. All right. Had well, to go let, there. Let's just start with the one, me, not really okay. understanding Legacy or Vintage. 22. 22. I want to pick, pick the card on here that is just the most outrageous card absolutely to put on this list, okay? So for those of you who haven't seen this list, okay, I'm going to start with this one, okay? Hang on. Can you tell us what modern is before you go on a rant? Modern yeah. is any any set that has a modern frame from mirrored in on. Yeah, when you say right. modern eighth frame, edition and mo- eighth edition eighth and edition forward? Right. Yes. Okay. So all right, um, and and just so we're clear, this doesn't include wacky reprints like the Correct. dual decks and stuff. It has to be a, a cards that were originally printed eighth edition forward. Right. right. Okay. So, or at least available in those sets. 
Right. So like okay, hurting, no, no, you could fair, play because fair. it was that's, yeah, that's, whatever. That's legit. You, you said better than I did. Um, so, all right. This card. Pick out the most ridiculous card okay. you see. Oh, this is the card There's I'm most pissed off about, okay. which is Jason Mind Sculptor. Okay, but we'll get to that later. Okay, yeah. The card that I just straight don't understand them banning is Mental Misstep. Oh yeah. See, that would be that would be my first thought of WTF. Like, okay, so if, if they're gonna WTF. ban if they're gonna ban a counterspell, like you look at the most powerful counterspells in a format. Cryptic right. and so cryptic like cryptic commands, commands on that list. But cryptic command remand, costs trip green okay. or trip blue. Right. Okay, it, it also so it right? also costs it also costs four, so that's not such a big deal. We're looking for the very very efficient ones. So we have mana league. That's in standard. They're reprinted it multiple times. That's fine. Remand. Also, cost, also cost two mana. That's in this format. It's a very good card. It is a very good. That's card. not restricted. That's not whatever. Well, okay. there are no restrictions. We're looking. Cards. We're looking at other. We're looking at the very, very cheap ones. So the the really cheap counter spells right now are the one mana ones. Right. So, so let's definitely that, ban dispel. Okay. So of that yeah. list, we have dis, so we have dispel. We have spell pierce. We have nix. We have. We have spell. Yeah. Okay, and and then arguably the most powerful ones, spell snare. And mental misstep, right? Because mental misstep is free, quote unquote. Right, and so if you're gonna pick one counter spell out of the whole format because you think blue decks might be too dominant, then you, you can definitely either... get rid of Jason Mind Sculptor, right? Right. They 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 made damn sure that blue was not gonna be dominant I mean, in this fucking format. I, don't, I yeah. don't think that blue is unplayable in this format, though. I don't think blue is unplayable given, either. I given just... the multitude of cards that blue has access to, I think they will find a way to make it work. I absolutely believe that blue is not a dead entity. It in seems this. like they made this format for the the casual players. They I just don't, don't. No, I don't think so. Don't it think it no, no, feels no. more like because this, this format. just feels like a list of cards that like casual players bitch about because they're not good enough or high okay, level enough well, level to on, play at this on, level. Um, well, that's kind of true. I mean, am I wrong? No. I think that's a pretty narrow view to take yeah, when I don't, the I don't format hasn't true. even been played Okay, yet. they banned all the cards <laughs> that everyone's bitched at uh, uh, in the past few sets. Let's Bitter Blossom being the first, okay. then Jace. And the only one that I think they missed was Bloodbraid. That was the that was the point I was going to make was that... Right. Oh, what, wait a minute. We should put Bloodbraid in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, they shouldn't. I mean, obviously, if, Lightning Bolt's broken in this format. Okay. Wait. wait. Can we what? put Terminate on this list too? Because right. that's still a bunch of my dudes. That seems okay. too efficient. Whoa, 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 no whoa, 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 whoa. No, I, I feel like I you guys are sarcastic. taking you guys are taking the short view of all the best cards got banned. And yeah, they banned a lot of very good cards that a lot of people like to play and were dominant at their time. They like they were keeping the entire banned list from the Community Cup Modern. So that means Divining Top, Skull Clamp, the Five Artifact Lands, Sorry yeah, Grave Troll. God for I mean, Divining Top being yeah, there, forever. There's no, there's, there's no way of, that that card is singularly responsible for many, many matches. Going there's a lot time. of reasonable which makes cards. Makes my life suck. There's <laughs> a lot of reasonable cards on here that that we did away with, and I'm I'm fine with that. Um, there are some cards on here, correct, that belong on here. Sword of the Meek is overtly powerful. It is too good. It is too cheap, and it has too much of an effect on the board. As well as Skull Clamp. Which right. one is that? <laughs> Sensei's Divining Top. All right, for those Correct. of you who can't sure. see this, I Correct. have a smiley face. Those cards top. have Fuck a lasting effect on the board that are too powerful, okay? I think that Jace I... the Mind Sculptor, they didn't lower the cost to two last time I checked. Right. Like, that card costs four. The, pro- the problem that is, card that... is not okay. That card for being hang four on, mana on, is wait, very wait, good, but so, it's not so too here's, good. So, here's, so he so wasn't here's a $100 card? Do what? I mean, I, look, I'm I'm not ta- I'm I'm honestly not sure where I stand on, on Jace being banned, but like 
there was a reason the guy shot up to like what 120 dollars before he. He had it. nothing to to keep him in check is the problem, right. and now he has infinite things. Jason the mind sculptor didn't shoot up to 100 bucks until after Bloodbraid cycle. Exactly, that dude was right around 40, 50 okay. bucks, okay. just like Elspeth. Not just Bloodbraid, but also Maelstrom Pulse and Oblivion. Hang on, right. hang on, hang on. So this this really feels like a cautionary banning because yeah. in because okay we just in, we just exited a standard format that was absolutely said. dominated by Yikes. Stoneforge Mystic and Jace. And so because they wanted to get the entire deck out of the format and and Tom said, "Oh, we talked to a lot of we talked to a lot of players plus our own internal testing showed those two cards were going to dominate our extended format and if we didn't ban them the Pro Tour was going to get taken over by him. I understand the fear. I get it. Uh, I think that Jace and Stoneforge Mystic getting banned at the same time was good for Standard. I feel like doing them both at the same time right now for Modern is bad. feels cautionary in a way that isn't... Like, I can understand Stoneforge Mystic getting banned. and uh, Like, you can say what you will about the Standard bannings, whatever. Those were done... Stoneforge it was. Mystic it was. Is not banned. Right. Like it you was, can play War of Attrition. It was. It was, in, it was in order to save a format, and and bring their tournament attendance back so that right. they could. I've made. So I've they made could my peace with standard. I've made my peace. Yeah. Right. No. It's I okay. feel like I. I honestly agree. Stoneforge Mystic. Get the Should hell out. Banned. Get the hell out. I'm not sad about that. Stoneforge Mystic banned. is too good. Jace the Mind Sculptor doesn't because seem like a, it doesn't seem like a card that's completely. Like, right. Stoneforge Mystic is good is too good because it costs two. I mean, we, if you we made Stoneforge saw... Mystic cost three or four, it would not be too good. Well, the fact right, that it costs two that makes it too good. Okay, so we saw exactly. a format that involved Bloodbraid Elf and Jace the Mind Sculptor, and Bloodbraid Elf was able to balance Jace the Mind Sculptor. Exactly. It and was... guess what? They didn't ban Bloodbraid, so they shouldn't Wasn't... ban but, uh, Jace. The, the, the thing is, though, I mean, there's so many other answers to Jace. I mean, in Standard had... Like, Standard was missing Oblivion Ring. Like, why they didn't put O-Ring in? They didn't print any three-mana answer to a Planeswalker. They had, they gave you Vampire Hexmage Which and Mold was, Shambler. Those, okay. were, those hey, were your vampire, choices. Vampire Hexmage was wonderful. Yeah, so sure. And, but and it, completely it restrictive buying. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I'm, was, not, I, I'm not saying that that was enough. I'm just saying, look, uh, the problem, I think, was not... Uh, the, I, I guess I'm coming down on the side of I, I think Jay should be around because, look, there are, there are answers. There are things to keep. There, there, there are things to keep him around. Like yeah. the the reason he was busted in standard was the lack of O ring. Frankly, you know, and and Morrow admitted this recently. Uh, <laughs> Casby's trying to show us some weird text message. He's trying to show Allison a text message. Ooh. <laughs> Secret wow. text messages. Okay. Secret sexy text right. messages. Ew, gross. That's a guy. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know. Morrow came out and said in one of – or was it Morrow or Forsyth or one of those guys uh, said recently – Forsyth was the one who was really – Was talking about O-Ring like, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, just how we really should keep that, that around. Yeah. yeah. The fact yeah. that losing the three-drop removal – Right. I mean, we've, we've been through out. this before, though. They were going on – I mean, that sets – that specific card has been printed in every set since Lorwyn. Are you comfortable with printing a card all the time forever? Uh, Cancel sorry. was printed in how many sets in a row? Yeah, sure. Uh, and I Stone mean, Rain was around for a long time. Like, I'm not. It's not. It's not anymore. But that's. I mean, that's sort of my point. Right. Like, there are other cards. You know, cards exist for a long, long time. I mean, Gi- Giant Growth is not in a core set for the first time ever. Right. Yeah. Like, 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 I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying with, that that. 
sometimes designs, especially unique designs, Giant Growth is not a unique design. Giant Growth is a card that people kind of expect to be there. Sure. Even if you've never played Magic before, you see a Giant Growth, you get it. Right. But Oblivion Ring is Oblivion a little Ring, more complicated. It's, yes. a, it's a card that has a unique design that, that fits a spot very well. It's really good and wide. It's flavorful. It's got all these pros. Are you still comfortable with printing it every set forever so that it's always in standard okay, me, somewhere? Let, let, let me ask you a question. We need to find question. something that does the same thing. It doesn't right. have and to so be like, and so we It had, doesn't have to be O-ring. But I mean, we had Maelstrom Pulse. That was totally it was sure. totally a good answer. Right. I mean, we had I mean, some other slower things like the Shambler, and, uh, you know, like it got used. It wasn't they need particularly something, good. They need something that has hey, you know, an equivocal was, cost was to a Planeswalker. Was there a three-man answer to Jace? Oh, right, it was Jace. Yeah, that's true. Sure. I mean... And I mean, that's, that's being played in standard. Okay, that's so, very good. It's so very the good scary card. thing is that they don't want their metagame getting warped around a card. But and it, so okay, and a, that's a lot fair. of these, a lot of the cards that they've got on this list, and that's fair, which are, explains are mental specific, misstep. Which explains mental misstep because the fact that that card exists means it's going to go in every deck when it's relevant and no decks when it's not relevant. So the entire the, I mean, you don't you don't want to see mm. everyone's like, like oh we want to give aggro a chance like hey guess what decks that usually play with a turn one drop. Can also do a turn two or turn three drop, or okay, you know, so they, sure. they still have one drops on right. the curve because Tarmogoyf exists. The, pro- the problem is that they want this format to actually stand out from Legacy, and in a way that Legacy has mental misstep and force of will, and we've seen those cards. Then they should have picked in, different you, sets to start I'm just from. Saying okay, they just printed this card. Do you want to start from Innistrad? Do you want to have Innistrad be the start of modern? I That's do. a really great I do. starting I do. point. I do. You know, <laughs> we, and what do you want to do? We can, we can call it other things over time. We, for, we can call it block constructed for a little while. Yeah. We can call it standard. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, just so you know, it's going to be a while, but this is the new starting point. Right. All hey, those other cards. Hey, we were just, you, okay, hey, fuck you guys. Ignore, all right? ignore the last. Make a point. We were just <laughs> joking before. I, I think the real issue with Middle Misstep is that once you start seeing that card show up in non blue decks, decks that can't even cast it right that's when it becomes an issue and i think that once the metagame evolves for a while yes it seems a little preemptive to stop a card like this from existing but free counter spells are problems haven't they learned that and anytime you start screwing with mana costs that's when they always may have their but it's problems not... but that's like the only card that's been problematic yeah. from this set that's because they what, they like dump pH? they dumb yeah. down the rest of them. I mean, dismember Dis- arguably is having an effect on yeah. the on Dis- the field, which is fine. Dismember is having a huge, but it's effect. balanced. It's balanced. No, it's no, I'm really not, poor design. How is it? Well, it's it's balanced enough, I suppose. It's it's, it's like it was a, a very good analogy is snuff out, except every color can play it. It's it's a facile design, right. but that doesn't make it bad. Hmm. The things that are going to kill, arguably, do four damage to it. So. Therefore, it feels balanced. All right. If mental misstep was in this was in this new modern format, Wild Nakato, Curd Ape, Step Links, like all those guys are friends with each other. They want to be in the same deck. If I have to sit down with my really sweet Naya deck that's all ones and two drops, and I have to go uh, lose the die roll, my opponent goes Island, uh, go, and then I'm like, all right, Curd Ape, and he's like. All right, well, mental misstep. That's okay because pay, he's playing blue, paying so he's not going to follow up with Stoneforge okay, Mystic because that's saying. fucking bad. No, no, no. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, paying an island. Okay, cool. And then on turn two, he goes, uh, hold up any kind of other counter spell on two mana because two mana is where all the counter spells are. And so on turn two, I go wild Nakatl. You go remand. He goes wild Nakatl. I go mental misstep. Now my hand that looked really good 
isn't very good anymore because all of my things are one drops, and now you're on three mana. You're also looking at a control player with no so cards. So, so what you're saying? <laughs> like, three mana draws some, a card. Some, Oh, well, really? Reman yeah. too good. I mean, like the things are. Wait a minute, that, but Reman just bounces to your hand. Yeah, right? so you cast, cast me, but you un- you understand how control works. Don't don't play that card on me no, right no, no, now. No, no. Like I do once co- how once control, control gets to a certain point in the game where you can have five cards in your hand and you can try right, to dump right. them. And I also pass. understand that they, they gave it they the mental misstep. That would be a really good advantage. They're like, oh, mental misstep. That's too good. Hey, guess what? Fucking wild Nactal is too fucking good. I will say, like as a blue mage, I don't want him to fucking play a turn one Goblin Guide or a turn one Nactal. That's fucking bullshit. All right, if I can, let me let me just say that I was a very strong advocate of blue black fairies and mono blue fairies, blue white fairies. I played all of these decks, and I thought they were all fine. Um, I felt like sometimes they were a little bit too powerful. Like when I had access to ancestral and jitte and bitter blossom, then my fairies deck was real good. I felt like I could never lose. Um, and mm. there were several iterations of this deck that came around, and a lot of these cards have shown up on the ban list, including bitter blossom. And let me tell you that as somebody that played Blue Black Fairies in Extended for many, many tournaments for a long time, the only matches that I ever thought were hard was when they went turn one to Coddle. If they had a turn one to Coddle or sometimes Curdape, it was an issue. It was enough Some, pressure to yeah, put you on the back some, foot. I mean, sometimes you just weren't fast enough to beat their 3-3 on turn one. Right. And that's just kind of how the math worked out. Um I like Bitter Blossom a lot. I'm not exactly sure if it was right to ban it, but right now, well, when, the format is, when the format is so young, I think that it's probably okay, and this is coming from someone that really loves Bitter Blossom. I love that card. I wanted to see a lot of play, because I don't think Blue Black Fairies is overpowered, but I think that we have to see what control players choose to do. And where the metagame develops right so now. So why don't you just give them carte blanche until they figure that out? And then, and then ban the problems. Yeah. Ban the, ban the cards that are problems. The problem is then you get Callblade again. Like Callblade dominated but everything. But this, this is Call a made up format. No, but, but this is a but, format that has no sure. restrictions on it. Okay, but he, so but, they can kind of address it however okay, they feel. Okay. They, they, and you don't think Callblade gets played 75, 75 for what it was, wasn't standard. Uh, sorry. Well, let's let's call it 70. And they, they switch five cards from more powerful cards before. You don't think Callblade right. is that strong? You want to see right. Callblade with Ravnica duels well, and a couple talking, better counter spells? I'm not just talking I mean, literally about Callblade. It's not, it's not awesome. Yeah, well, not Callblade even, is the biggest no, thing to talk well, about, though. Right. I'm talking about what Callblade is. Callblade is not just you know that particular set of 70-75 cards. It's Callblade, just inherent card. Call, no, no, no. no I'm not, more, more big picture than that. Callblade is the deck that turns people away from playing. If, if, if you have... If if you allow all these cards to be there, the chances of a deck like that existing and getting developed very soon because tech tech moves so fast these days. The, the if you don't, if you have a deck like that um, at the very beginnings of the format, then people are forever going to say, "Oh, modern, that's the format where you've got Call Fair or Fairy Blade or what the fuck ever." And Fairy Blade, that'd be sweet. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, All actually, right. putting swords in fairy deck uh, seems kind of cool. So, like, to support what I said earlier, they are actually just dumbing down the fucking game no, for people who bitch about always, the format. There's always going to be a Basically. best card. There's always going to be a best card. You know, you, is you, there? You take, yeah, you take lightning bolt out of the format and then shock. There is good. no best card in legacy. No, what I'm what I'm saying is a best card for a purpose. Right. Like you know, and some of this stuff is is purposes that they don't want, like dread dread return and glory grave troll. Like dredge is not fun. Okay, uh, disagree. Okay, fine. <laughs> dredge is fine is not because f- you just go. 
turn, turn two or three. Yeah, you wait, just go turn, turn two or three. Trinket mage. Uh, wait, I win. Uh, oh, I guess relic is re- relic's actually in the form. Relic and Tormod's Script. Tormod's Script is Crypt in uh, modern. There's. I thought there was a modern. It was in Chronicles. Oh, gotcha. That was the yeah. white border one you're thinking of. Okay, gotcha. Um, no, but like you don't want like okay, so it's a new format, like you said. This that means that people have a first impression, and you don't want that first impression to be oh hey here's this deck that shuts down everything, and then you have to deal with the negative repercussions of them banning shit. Like, do you remember, you know how many people were complaining about the standard bannings? That was two cards only in one deck. If, you know, they end up having to do this, just say for the sake of argument, they end up having to do all this, which probably wouldn't happen, but again, sake of argument, then every single time a banning gets announced, uh, A, you know, People are going to be like, oh, they're just picking on the best deck of the format. But it's better to rip the Band-Aid off, ban everything all at once, and allow shit back in. I mean, the problem... I'm, the, the, they I, want this format to, to hit the ground running, and right. they want it to have a uh, spot where, yes, it's a new format. Caspi keeps calling it a made-up format. This format was inevitable, so I'm sorry that yeah. it, like, we finally had to hit this point. The, you, you know when the, we knew that, re, that this format was happening? When they announced that the reserve list was getting reinforced. Right. right. I mean, yeah. at, at some point, this was going to have to happen. Just by the law of inevitability, people want to play their cards that they own. Right. Okay. Right. And, and by only giving them one format to do that in... Where, so we can honestly just call this the casual players format. It's I don't. Not, I don't think so. I think it is simply different. It this is, is for it, people okay, who just refuse Chris, to innovate past a metagame. No, but Chris, this is a format that Magic is a is a game that requires you to own the cards and play them physically. And if people are unable to do that because they can't own the cards, I would love to play Legacy. Don't get me wrong. I really, really would. Hey, I do you have $300 I don't, to pay for one of your lands? I don't have a couple hundred dollars. I don't have a couple thousand dollars to spend on a deck and, oh, wait, the metagame shifted and now you need a couple more thousand dollars to shift right. to something else. And yeah, I understand. Once you're invested, you're invested. Oh, hold you on. got it. You don't have to argue to me that Legacy is also a bullshit format. I will. Also, I'm on your side. <laughs> so, what do you uh, want to play? Like, why, why are you so opposed want, to a format that it, that can refresh itself? In that, oh my God, like certain cards have proved themselves because to be very, very this, good. This format, so let's let's go format, ahead and drop the drop the cost on this some format cards. has had exactly one tournament, which okay. is the Community Cup. Okay, yeah, that, and they that, already no, slaughtered it. Okay, they didn't <laughs> give it a chance to do we've anything. Seen, okay, but Chris, we've seen them use the Pro Tour as a testing ground before. Right. You remember when they had the two-headed giant Pro Tour? Uh-huh. You remember how ridiculous. awesome people thought that was? He, I mean, like how, how awesome that was. Again, wasn't. this yeah. is this is the real. Oh, yes, I agree. The Community Cup is a kind of a bullshit test. It is something that they're like, hey, here's a very limited amount of information that we're going to use to see if it's a real thing. <laughs> and guess and, what? You've and, got Gavin and, Verhey testing but, for okay, you. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, but like <laughs> enough people picked it up and got the ball rolling that they said, hey, there might actually be something to this. Maybe we should think about it. They thought about it for a good long time and. They wouldn't have made this this argue. They wouldn't have made this change. They wouldn't have gone in this route unless they thought it was a real thing that should exist. Right? Are I they, don't are have they a problem right? with the are format right? existing. I don't know. They I don't have a problem right. with the format existing. I just want them to market it the way that it is actually being marketed, and them to actually say out loud that this is the casual players format. Yeah, I don't okay, think look, that it is. If, if, if you take how all, what, if, if you take all you these know, cards here, all these cards here are spike cards. Do you honestly these are cards think, that okay? Are just, so let's so. You don't think that you can make a competitive deck with with 
even even with these twenty two cards mm, I'm not that are sure banned, just like, a spike card. Like you really yeah, don't, don't think, get, and you really don't Dark think Depths that you can make a competitive really deck. A I think if you dive in, do you know how many cards are just in standard? When you open it up, I have no idea how many cards are in modern, but the number of rares, the number of interactions, you know how big this format is. If you're telling me you can't make a very spiky competitive deck in this format, you're not trying. I don't understand. Why you are not trying. You're right. I'm not going to try because there's no reason to fucking try this because I will. I will, I will, okay, I will, so I will let, go out of the limit and say that this format is going to do exactly what our extended format is doing right now. It's going to be a format that the pros diddle with for the fucking six months, maybe, out of a year that they have to, when so it's relevant on the pro tour. Plays, a, for, a format that people play for six months out of a year doesn't actually sound like a fair No, 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 no. Pros, the pros play. Oh. Not everybody. That's well, it. We're talking 300 people in the world. Guess what? Guess what? Every Yeah. yeah. How, many, how, is the, how is the PTQ season for the extended format? But I'm Kathy, sorry. There are PTQs? No, no, no. For the last right. PTQ season. How was it? That was That was my joke. That was my joke. Exactly. Here's the deal, though. Like, if people are... They're actively trying to address this. They are trying to fix the fix the numbers and make it work and yeah tom lapeel actually in his article had the audacity to say we haven't seen a significant dip in the numbers for these tournaments once we adjust for yada 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 like i was like wait once you adjust for yada 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 wait that doesn't sound like real numbers at all no uh, because okay, but i was going to these tournaments i've been to five round ptqs right. a five round ptq are you fucking yeah, kidding I, me your format's a joke I don't think I that ran this a format. Six round. Look, in, look, we've we've talked about dead money in tournaments before. Mm-hmm. You need dead money in your tournaments. You need the attendance because if you get the attendance, and it, you have to have something that actually appeals to people that makes them want to play and and show up and pay a tournament entry fee, even if their deck is bad. So, does this format attract casual players? Yes. Does it attract spike players? Yes. That sounds like a winning format to me. If somebody can show up with a deck that they actually want to play and have fun, I mean, all day, I think they should. Isn't just, that the business we're in? Obviously, they should just fucking sanction Popper. People don't. Show uh, that's no, the sorry. fucking no, answer no, to the format. Absolutely, absolutely not. Because how do you make money off commons? Like the because you charge them a twenty five dollar entry fee to play in your tournament. Yeah, but you, Popper of, Popper isn't good for that, the brand. Part, no, like Popper is a format that can exist and that's and fun. Does and but this by is the a way, form, it's a fun this, format. This it is. is a, I, I like it. I'm saying this is a format that the brand can promote. As something that, like, I'll be honest, when I purchased Chrome Moxes, when I very first started playing Magic, I started in Ravnica, and I said, wow, the the way the rule set is, and the way that everything is in Tournament Magic right now, if I buy these Chrome Moxes, and the way that the rotations are, they will be good for the next seven years. Seven years? Because at the time it was a three-block rotation, and Mirrodin (laughs) was the last thing on the list. Right. So I was going to get... Something like seven to ten years out of a Chrome box. Right. So yeah, it's uh, I I think I bought Chrome boxes for something like thirty seven dollars a yeah. piece. What do you um, do? I, I have them? a playset of Jaces right. that I got at you know right. And like you saying. don't you, we don't like to admit that we spent a whole lot of money for these cards. And yeah, Chrome box is banned in this format. Am I upset about that? Sure, but it was also not playable before that either. I got to play it sometimes in a legacy event every once in a while. And what they're adding with a format like this is they're adding value to the brand. Every single time that someone buys a pack and they buy a card, you like as a retailer and as someone that's explaining the game to someone, I say, yeah, this this pack is going to be good for you know two years from the time you buy it or whenever the rotation is. Because a lot of new players go up to the go up to the front and they're like, well, what's good? What should I buy? I don't even know. And mm-hmm. so as a retailer, what am I supposed to say? Buy the newest set because it's good the longest. And then if they have more questions later, you say, well, that card's going to be good, you know, after the, after its life into another format. And so once... like Unless it's a really good card. 
I'm saying like right, once, you, once your cards shit. once your cards like reach a certain level, like they either lose all their value or they like eclipse into a better format that is also valuable. So if you don't have any value to a card past two years, it actually hurts your brand in a way that says, why am I supposed to purchase this card if it's just going to go out of print like very quickly? So like yeah. I can, as, as a retailer, I can still sell right now at this moment a pack of Zendikar because I'm like, yeah, it's got Verdant Catacombs and Arid Mesa and all these stuff that you probably need right now. You could open it in this pack and play it until September or until October, October. Whatever, like whatever it rotates. And for some people... They will, still, they will still do that, and you can still move your product. And if I, as a retailer I say, you know, that fetch land, once it hits to October, you can never play it again. It's not good anymore. Nobody, nobody even wants it. So, like, they now, so now, okay, so, so now I don't get to use that card anymore. But if there is a format that exists that is older that people do want those cards because the fetch lands, the enemy colored fetch lands, those are the only fetch lands in the format. So we still have fetch for duel. And I don't un- even understand your argument. Your argument yeah, is not your, your argument is not saying anything counter to what I'm saying. You this is a bullshit it. format because they're chopping a leg out from a fucking coffee table okay. before it's even got a right, chance to hold it. Really? All right, I, I, these these are all like I relevant cards. Argument. Like, all right. The funnest thing about a format like this is like, okay, I've got the best deck, okay? I'm gonna play Cobblade. This deck is sick. I'm gonna take this to a tournament, okay? You've got fucking thirty some sets to fucking figure out a way to beat Cobblade. I'm not saying that it's Why impossible to do. Why would you chop out the do. fucking leg, like, it's, right there? Okay, it's not like it's impossible to do or anything, but there is a, there is a fun factor that some Probably people need to establish. Probably not the best fucking legacy. All right. Stop. Well, stop. Stop right there, because uh, you can... You, uh, Jace is played in Vintage, and and Stoneforge Mystic is played in Legacy, and it, it actually spawned so its Lightning own... So Lightning Bolt. It was spawned its own archetype. Lightning Bolt never did that. Like... Uh, uh, have you never played against Red Deck wins? That's not it's for, that's not the same. Yeah. You are that's actually they're, they're that's actually okay. a, an Kasby, archetype that exists in Kasby, every format basically. ever. But it has me shut the fuck up for a minute and just hey, listen hey, to hey, his hey. argument. Okay, hey, okay. He's got one, then I got one. All right. All I'm saying is, uh, you're you're. I think Casby, you're right about they chopped out too much. But we we can all agree Stoneforge Mystic needed to be banned. Now that being said, Callblade was was only a poor argument for your your argument. Whereas Bitter Blossom is like, what the fuck? That wasn't even good and extended. Yeah. Like, you know, I get that. Well, what what is that? Do, what is that doing on the ban list? Why does that? Why why does that make thing, things unfun? Like, if you really want to chop a leg out from under of fairies, how about Mistbind Cleek? Like that that really actually locks you out of games. Whereas Bitter Blossom just enabled the lock. Like, uh, or Scion. Or I mean, mm, like if you really want to. I don't know. Scion wasn't played in, in all, all the really? better versions later. Right. In the, well, in the, the but it was played in the aggro. Yeah, but that was, I don't know, I'd, I'd still rather just play okay. Grixis, but good. Uh, no, okay, so, like, here's, here's the other thing. Like, um, you, were you playing during Urza Block? Yeah. Okay, so you remember how, like, ridiculous Urza Block was? <laughs> Yagmas will combo? Yeah. You, you, you remember, were you playing during Masks Block? Uh, yeah, I played the oh. awful deck, the, the footpad pirate deck. Okay. Which um, was also pretty right, oppressive, right, actually. Right, yeah. Here's the thing. I wasn't playing during Masks Block because I, I looked at Urza Block and I was just like, all right, fuck this. I'm done. Right. Um, they went too far in Urza Block. But the principle is good. Like, the principle is, is, is what we're talking about here. Like, you want them to take risks. You want them to, to occasionally print those powerful cards that get you excited to play. Sometimes they, they prove to be too much a risk. But I'd rather that than Masks block all the fucking time. Look, I opened Fallen Empires packs. I opened Homelands packs. 
I'm oh, not boy. proud to say both of those things. Yeah. But, you know, I I, I still love Fallen Empires to this day, although I acknowledge it sucks. Uh, Order of the Ebon Hand, baby. Oh, dude, the White Pump Knights <laughs> were the shit. So good. Anyway. What was that, the Order of Light Beer? Light Beer. Light Beer. The Order of Light Beer, which, yep. by the way, we do have a beer of the week. Uh, this is not a Light Beer. Not. No, it's <laughs> not a Light Beer, but we have an Order of Beer. Um, but, like, I want them to take risks with the format so, so that sometime, sometimes they may go too far, but, you know, that's going to happen. P- they're human. They make mistakes. I would rather... They, they keep printing powerful cards that occasionally they have to ban. I'm not, I'm not saying... I'm not agreeing with all of this list. I'm just saying, in principle, I'd rather the existence of a, 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 of a list. You know, maybe it should only be half this big. Maybe it should be two-thirds this big, but... I want them to be doing this shit. Otherwise, we get Masks Block. Otherwise, right. we get shit like Nemesis and Prophecy. Like, do you Masks Block wasn't even that good. Do you even Mask know? Block like, was awful. But, but I, that's my point. The best deck in Mask Block relied on a three-drop creature that made No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it I don't only... want I don't want them to ever do that again because that right. The, I, like Homeland's the most was, underpowered thing in okay, Magic. So Kasby, they what, did. They made Rise Draws. What we're saying here is that uh, hey, Rise was fun. It was a fun draft format, it but there was fantastic. no relevant cards for standard. I'm sorry, Vengevine, there was a Wall couple. of Omens, yeah, there's Gideon there was Jura. There were plenty of cards. There was there. this many. There was oh, this many. No, okay, sure. Okay, I'm sorry. Kasby. Aren't people playing with, uh, was it Yulmog? Also, Overgrown Battlement. Uh, Overgrown Battlement? Wall of Omens, Three. Gideon Jura. Four. Um, Vengevine. Vengevine. Yeah, right. That's it. Imrakul. <laughs> yeah. Eldrazi Temple. Eldrazi Temple. Eldrazi Temple. Eldrazi Temple's a serious card. Because of those bolts. It's not. I'm, I'm just no, saying. So, so what you're look. saying is that because of another card. You're right. You're right. So we shouldn't just print any cards ever and everything's No. Bad. I'm just saying. You're right. Like, that they need. They, they have a weird problem on their hands where they try and make formats that are good for a limited format. That are also constructed playable. Right. right. Well, so they, and sometimes they end up with weird bombs, cards. So you yeah. get some bombs, and you get a lot of good limited stuff. Right. right. Okay. And that's fine. That's so, how magic should work. Right. But that being said, when you come across a problem, they have the unique position, Wizards of the Coast, of when they come across a problem, they can just make an answer to it. That's no. what happens Ka- when you Chris make cards. Every time they do that, it's really Do you know how... Okay. Do you know how long it takes for an answer to go up to, to show up? Like, J- they see Jace's potential problem. They print Hex Parasite, which takes how long and and suppresses ter- tournament attendance for how long? Right. Like, no. It, and you, you, you well, the I mean, there are so many examples too. The answers have to be out there no, no, already. No. They had answers. And they just got rid of her. Okay, Chris. Well, that's true. Okay, that's true. Chris, can you can you stop being so devil's advocate for a second? I'm not being listen? devil's advocate. No, no, no. You're t- He's had the same okay. point for a while. Hang on. You're, you're just you're just harping on the same things at this point. Take take a second and just listen to what we're saying. All right. It uh-huh. only ta- it only takes one tournament like GP Dallas where Jace has uh, four copies in every top eight deck, where people go, wow. I can't even play a tournament without that card. Like this is the perception, right. whether it's true or not. This is the perception, and, and where people go, the perception of the average tournament player is what matters. Because like, like that's what sells. I mean, that, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get 1,900 players to show up to your Grand Prix if the format is perceived as being bad. So you guys are literally just endorsing the fact that I just said five minutes ago that they are dumbing down the game. 
That is okay. And if they ban- okay, okay. Casby, for a card pool that is this big, it's a difference between for, dumbing for down a- the game and banning cards that warp people's perceptions. Look, I'm not. There. That's there what they want okay, to do. There are twenty one. There are twenty one <laughs> cards. Why they made yeah. There are twenty one so- cards on this list. I think that's the math. Twenty two. Twenty two. There are twenty two <laughs> cards on this list. Well, however many the and out of these twenty two cards, out of the thousands that we have available, right. if you can't beat them. I don't know what to tell but you. But here's the thing: if you can't, if you can't make a really good deck without these cards god i don't even you're what, not you're not trying you? chris right. you you pride yourself on building like skewed decks that that attack the metagame in a weird way that don't necessarily do something different but do something different enough that you can win games based on a metagame if you want these specific 22 cards to define your metagame and those are only that's all you ever want to aim at that's fine that's not how legacy is constructed that's not how standards construct that's not how they want the game to be they want you to be able to show up with any deck you want to well not any deck okay they want you to like the best players are going to win and they want strategies to be able to win they want they want people to have tuned decks they want people but they want a lot of strategies to be viable there's clearly some decks that are supposed to be good they don't want like four decks that, that that are the format you know, not when a format is this big. Not well, when a format. Sweet. Then I'm gonna make my parallax wave proliferate deck and just come. Okay, in and well, okay, yeah. Chris Casby. If you wanted to make that deck, could you ever play it if these cards were in the format? Uh-huh. Ever? No, I can't play it anyways because parallax wave was in Nemesis. Really? <laughs> like you're. I'm just. I was. That was the first stupid little combo that came off my top of my head. Like, but what, it's just like, like what oh, is your they, they want, Like, what do you want to see happen? I really like. I'm really curious. Like, where you're coming. You want I want them to point. have this format, but to say, hey, it's a new format. Have fun. Do whatever the fuck you, you guys want. have. Three months. Just have fucking okay, fun. But let's, some, of, let's some of these cards have this is proven a, themselves this is, to be this broken. This is in in very. Actual terms, okay. A bullshit made up format. But have every format fun. is arbitrary. Every format have is arbitrary. Fun. Like the the point is not to to say that this format is legit. This format's real. The, the format's it, it, what defines a format as real or not is whether or not people show up and play, this... and whether or not people want to play. So if if if, if, if it turns out that without th- these cards, people still want to show up and play, then this will be a real format. Hmm. I think huh. it's just another extended. This this argument is never going to end. The reason is, uh, you all have very valid points, and uh, you, 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 there's no way to prove either any of you wrong. Uh, Casby, you, as I said before, you're correct. This format is not only uh, bullshit because it's arbitrary or whatever, but but because when they created the format, they took out. All of the most powerful strategies, even the ones that didn't really prove themselves in uh, extended or further back formats before this, they just chopped out everything fun, everything, all the, the, the best cards. So you have to go completely dead new, which is something that we're happy about on this side of the table with Daniel Sale because you want all of the cards that have proven themselves to be broken at some point in the game to be banned. That oh. being said, Bitter Blossom— Ravager still around. Uh, yeah, but they took out all the, the things. That, took, took they took out everything. Yeah, they took out everything that makes that deck run. Not everything. Uh, yeah, you cannot have affinity with with just your springleaf drums and and your you you can't do it. Order right. Oh, that's keep a Brian Kibler. Oh God, Brian Kibler's gonna make it. Oh no. <laughs> well, Bri- Brian Kibler can't hypergenesis this time. Oh, I know. oh wait a minute. Oh, we'll burn. Chris, well, he can still play going. with Darksteel Citadel without okay. without yeah, the specific Citadel's examples. Keep going. But yeah, but that being said, I you like. You can't have this format without cutting broken cards, but 
they did. They jumped way too far in. They cut out way too many. And if well, one thing I'm going to piggyback on you for is that um, they 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 went back, but like the 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 depth that they did the cutting is so skewed towards the modern stuff. Like you get you you've got your Jace, you've got your Mental Misstep, you got your Stoneforge stuff that's in standard now. But you know, I just too many of these cards seem too new. Like, I'll, I'll make a deal know. with wizards. If they reprint Necropotence <laughs> so I can play with it, if they I'm reprint on board. Necropotence, I'm on then board. Uh, I'm I, I'm done. Look, dude, that that card made me cry so much. I mean, <laughs> un, un, like, not to reiterate my point, but bottom line is that they have to make people show up to the tournaments, and that like the the, the thing is right now for this pro tour especially, it's a pro tour. There are not it, it's a bigger spectrum than the community cup, which was like. Right. 35 players. This oh, is going to be around 400 players. I wish and I had cool. access to like, and, real pros. And it's cool. I think like, it'd be like, hey, so 400 what do you players. Think of this for, he's got two pro points. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if, if there are 400 players using the format, and they're obviously, like, it's a pro tour. There's a lot on the line. They're obviously going to take this very seriously. They're going to look at it and try their hardest to break the format, make the spikiest deck possible, and win the damn thing. Like, that's that's a big deal. And so if a whole bunch of people, like, I, I assume Channel Fireball will all show up with the same deck. And of this group of uh, Czech Republic people, they'll all show up with the same deck. Like, everybody's going to realize what the best strategy is. So once they figure out, is this too restrictive? Did everybody show up with something different? Did everybody show up with the same thing? Maybe we need to ban more. Maybe we were too cautious and no. we need to ban less. But like, those are all things that they can figure out before they release it to the public. Before, like, whatever we think of this... We don't get to play this format right now. Nothing, nothing that I can play in right now matters with this um, band list. In like See, two and a half weeks, it's it on Moto. On, it goes on it a Moto. It goes on Moto. It goes on a Moto, sure. But again, Moto is a preemptive. I, I Moto as well. Moto is a preemptive result that will show us some things. However, the Pro Tour is something that people look at. It's in the annals of history. It is a very important thing that, like it or not, Wizards builds a lot of hype around. And so... They put a lot of uh, a lot of weight on those results. So if the pro sure. tour is if the pro tour is messed up, if the pros can make good decks without these cards, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like I, I expect pros to show up with very very good decks, regardless of what gets banned. All right, I Here, I, I, agree my with, I agree with that assertion, and I'll put money on this. Wait a minute, didn't we make a bet about what would win at Pittsburgh? Did we? <laughs> I forget. I don't know what uh, the format bet was, Pittsburgh is. What, what format is Pittsburgh? $5 standard. That the okay. deck that won Pittsburgh was going to have blue in it. You said deal. Oh, yeah. So you owe me 5 bucks. BT dubs. You got me. Um, For standard? Yep. Yeah. Remember, we were outside smoking cigarettes on the last the, the no, I, podcast not... we were wasted at. All right. Um, and you flamed him for it. You're like, hey, absolutely the best deck is going to have fucking blue in it. Yep. Um, but that aside. Why are, you we talk, why are we talking about standard? Does that have any relevance to anything right now? Yeah, in <laughs> uh, I was going to make a point about the, the format, okay? Uh, basically, what we're looking at here is... All right, of course the pros are going to make good decks, okay? Of course, because they're pros. This is what they do for 40 hours a week at the minimum. This is what they do. They don't fucking work. Or if they do, they, they spend a lot of... An, 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 an well, ordinary Ollie and Trossi is certainly not in school this time. <laughs> right. They, 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 yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, they spend an inordinate amount of time playing this card game, okay? Um, that being said, I think with looking at this list, a preemptive, just look at this list. Uh, 
they pretty squat pretty much squash blue. I am fairly confident that the winner of the de- this format will have green and red in their deck. I like, you, you think I, that's I like on the back red. of Bloodbraid Elf? Do you just assume that that's the most powerful yeah. card in the I think Bloodbraid Elf is amazing, and I think the other spells that we have access to well, in that yeah, format but, are but amazing. The, 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 the really broken shit to cascade into, you know, I mean... You can still Bloodbraid into a Blightning, and it oh, will be I'm not fine. Com- oh, I'm not complaining. I mean, I like, mean, and a lot of people liked doing that. Like Tournament attendance didn't dip when that happened, so... Well, and... Because they could people, afford Jund. People loved to hate Jund. And no, but at the same time, like, Jund was not oppressive. Jund was a right. very good deck right. that you could spend 20 bucks on and you could make it. Like, not... No. It, it, that was kind of an exaggeration, but yeah, Blood Rage you could get from your bucks. friends. You, you, could get a, you could drop 100 bucks to get Jund. Although I'm just now, saying, now, I'm just now, saying that the they, there's definitely a, a biased eye on the cards on the cards that they chopped out, and for good reason. A lot of these cards do deserve to be yeah, chopped. Wow. Okay, but John was common, uncommon. Yep. Wow. Like Future Leech. They're yeah. just making oh, sure, like, like Tom Lapeel actually even put it in print on the website. Like, we just want to make sure that there aren't strategies that just crush aggro. That's true. Right, right. And they also uh, want strategies. Well, you know, okay. we're in, in standard, probably the most limited format that we have, there are strategies that just crush aggro. That's what we call rock, paper, scissors format. There are decks that are good against aggro. There are good to, decks that are good against combo and vice versa. There are decks that are think, bad against aggro. There are decks that are bad against combo. Chris, I think that we're just going to have to take a wait and see at this point. Yeah. Like, uh, I think that's right. exactly what they should have done can instead I... of banning all these fucking cards. <laughs> can, can, I, can I just mention that... I think the coolest thing about this format is what we've been arguing about, is that this is going to be something that, I guess, besides Bloodbraid Elf, which I'm pretty, you're right, probably the best archetype, but outside of Bloodbraid Elf, every deck that we're going to see is going to be brand new. Yeah. That's the most, that's the coolest thing about this format. Mm, Probably. I'm like, there are some strategies that remained unscathed. Like, if if you dig deep... As far as good. far as like as far as where standard was throughout the annals of like since mirrored and forward, do I there get were to some play standard fog. strategies that, that still are pretty good. No, you can turbo fog, you can sovereigns of lost Alara. Wait, 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 wait. You can zoo. Can yeah, we play I mean, with Phantom? These are all th- like I mean, uh, and don't forget elves. <laughs> elves lost glimpse of nature, but elf combo ball. Elf ball, which I don't really like. Like Love it. elf grenade is is ball. was like the normal term. Anyway, like those are those are still decks that could exist, and Promenade. and th- this pro tour is going to show us the gamut of things that you can do because I'm sure a lot think, of people. But will I don't think the think pros are going to figure out thing. all of it. I think the pros exactly. are, like you, you, you've you got, need you need more than one event. You, you need do. more than one event, you and need. and I think look, I I hope that we get more than just the pro tour. I hope that you know moto results start coming in with you basically know, 19 different it decks. relies on Star City to have it part of their open series for it to be a real format. Ooh. <laughs> um, That's a bold claim. I, <laughs> I uh, really. When did Legacy become a real format? True. Sure. Well, chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> I mean, I like Star City. I love Star City and everything they do. Okay, but they definitely have a. They made. They they did put Legacy on the map. They have a way of controlling Absolutely. what. What people are playing because they have the it's, way of controlling it's, everything. They, they are the ones. The they are the prices. ones who are coming to the towns and putting up tournaments. So right. people are going to play at their tournaments. They're so they'll play the whatever cards. they make. So can whatever. We, so can we take the, can we take the long view at this point and just wait and see? Like I like I 
trust me, I could talk about this all night. I feel like it's very stimulating conversation, but at some point we do have to let the we do have to let the listeners go. We do have to let the listeners go at some point. And also, so. you're gonna have a shitstorm fucking editing this. Uh, probably, <laughs> but you know that's that's it comes with the territory. I want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Allison, thank you for providing that perspective for us. I Thanks for bringing the beer of the week too. That shit was good. It's been a little while. Since we've had a beer of the week, you well, have noticed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have noticed, and oh. I, it was oh. sorely lacking. Oh, I, I, I appreciate it. Cause we actually degenerated into just drinking straight whiskey <laughs> for the last couple weeks. <laughs> if, people had, if people haven't noticed, we've been a little bit more tanked than usual. It's because yeah. we've been drinking whiskey and vodka and Red Bull, yep. and that's pretty much all that's been fueling the podcast. God, it was good, though. <laughs> What'd you have so, for dinner? <laughs> I had about... Four glasses of whiskey. Of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, like two Red Bulls and like half a bottle of vodka because, you know. I needed to stay awake. Just like I had to get through the podcast and then edit it the same night. I mean, I hadn't eaten <laughs> since the day before, so. <laughs> Alright. I mean, I'm just going to throw it all Sometimes up anyway. Why try? Sometimes you go on 72 hour PTQ benders. Yep. Uh, that happens. Hey, you got to top eight at least one of them, right? Yeah. Uh, Not true for Chris, you. Chris, well, you would be proud. Apparently, this is brewed in. In Colorado, Columbus Street, Denver, Colorado. So you can't say we never got a beer from your stupid. Town. Hey, hey, hey! It's not a microbrew. It's a microbrew town. It's a microbrew town. Therefore, all the brews are microbrews. No, it's a micro town. Um, <laughs> I don't. What, what's the point you're making? You know, here? The, the, what you actually wanted us to try was microbrews from the area. Okay. Well, what we're talking about here is the vanilla porter from the Breckenridge Brewery. Now, uh, I used to have a crush on a girl named. Cindy Breckenridge. Cindy Breckenridge. She was really cute. Does she make this beer? Maybe. Did she taste like this beer? (laughs) Maybe. Okay, oh, so, I never found out that either. Oh, I said I had a crossover. Oh, oh, Not been, that I went never into been to her nether regions. <laughs> right. Saliva tastes. So this huh? one, saliva tastes. Exactly. So straight on like the straight pork on pork the label, pork. it says never duplicated, uh, seldom seen. So <laughs> what? Was that what it said? Yeah, exactly. Never, I mean, I'm, I'm going deep on this beer here, and it's it, um, it also identifies itself as partakeable. It's partakeable. It's pretty good. <laughs> Well, uh, I've often wondered about certain beers and whether or not I should partake. Well, it says right here on this label that it is indeed partakeable. Well, then pass me the Breckenridge Brewery Vanilla Porter. Honestly, I will be partaking this evening. It honestly kind of tastes like... It has a very strong vanilla taste. It honestly... like if I were So to it's go, true to its name of being Vanilla Porter. If I were to go into some kind of old western saloon and say, hey... I need a sarsaparilla <laughs> spiked. No. You can't say that. Sarsaparilla is different. Sarsaparilla. No, I want a spiked. I want a spiked sarsaparilla. They'd probably serve me this. They'd probably serve you sarsaparilla with alcohol in it. I mean, yeah. yeah you know. I mean, like, Or if you ask for a vanilla porter, okay, they I'm might just bring saying, you like, this. Jack and Coke you think this existed exist. in the Old West? No, probably not. But, I mean, I'm just saying. They didn't have a no, lot of flavors to work with. Back to two three. Yeah. I, I do believe I'd get my ass kicked <laughs> if I went to an Old West saloon. And I was like, hey, I'll give you a beer. And I drink it like... You know it would be great if you had a little vanilla for this? <laughs> I don't think I'd walk out of that bar. I think I would be crawling home or to my horse. Like the, the piano player playing the automated piano would probably like, kick your ass because exactly. he's a bigger man than you. No, no, no. Right? Exactly. That's when the music stops and the whole bar turns to. You know, like, the piano player was so strong. Now, what did he say? <laughs> Uh, okay, so vanilla porter for men. 
For men. <laughs> for men. And, and uh, you know, for those of us who are a little bit better than that. Uh, just, I'm, just I'm just saying, saying, Allison brought this beer to the cast, so, so we just cool. had this really empowering woman discussion. Just saying, uh, this beer is a, li- a little feminine. Just saying. <laughs> Whatever. Gosh, maybe that's why I liked it so much. Oh, oh. I, I never Whoa. had look, look, I never had jokes. I never had <laughs> it before. I, I was going to bring Sam Adams Scotch. I could not find any at the store. They make scotch. Mm, yeah, scotch ale. Sam Adams Scotch Ale, which oh. is amazing. Uh, Highly you got me all excited for a minute. Highly <laughs> recommended. Basically basically anything that comes from Sam Adams is probably at least drinkable. Yeah. He, like all the way up to amazing. Like Sam Sam and I really I, like their cherry wheat. See that was the, that was. <laughs> that's really funny. That, that, that's really funny because I was. Look, I had a, it was, was going to be a six pack of this or a six pack of the cherry wheat. <laughs> cherry wheat's too much. See, okay. no, no, I got I got infinite shit for bringing a Fosters on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's why so, okay, so that's like why if you can endorse someone bringing a Sam Adams to the fucking cast. Okay, well yeah, so. Sam's, but Scott, the Scotch Ale is, is rare enough. Fair. Try showing up to the podcast with a Fosters for the beer of the week and see what happens. It's it's not pretty. It was not pretty. Okay. I will be inclined I to thought say, it was a decent Chris beer. Burrows, okay. that they also make Budweiser beers that I don't know about. That's I true. will also not drink them on this guy. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, did I tell you that I got two cases of Budweiser Lime? Really? Yeah. From Bud, work? Bud Light Lime? Yeah. Okay. No, not from work. Oh. No, from my aunt, whose husband works at the <laughs> Budweiser the factory that I in St. Louis. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. I didn't, so I didn't wait, steal it. Like, like, I just have connections what? to the Budweiser factory. Wait, so, so was this a punishment or... Was... <laughs> I mean, like, I told her that I enjoy Golden Wheat much more than Bud Light Lime, but, right. I mean, I'm not going to turn down, like, Free 20, beer? Like, yeah, like, uh, here's two cases of beer. So, wait a minute. I, okay. Now, if we need an inn at a sorority party. <laughs> got it. Got it. If it's in the Midwest, yeah. I know. Wait, what? Has a really? The factory's I'm in okay, St. Hang Louis. Okay, hang on, hang on. Like, wait, so, 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 you have, have access to Bud Light Lime if you go to St. Louis to get it. If I send them an email of what beer I want... And I happen to be in St. Louis, and he hasn't used his two cases for the month. Then yes, I can get us beer. That's gonna be a sick perk. Uh, next time there is yes, a, the perks of working at the Budweiser factory are you get Louis two cases of beer a month. Beer. Oh, and hey, the venue for that, like that's a. Is there really, a St. Louis Open Series ever? Yeah. Oh okay. god, yeah. I've, there were a couple of them. Oh. Um, and it's a it's a damn cool venue too. Highly recommended. St. Louis is very Baltimore like. I've been to some crappy venues and some really good venues. Yeah, so, it, like, if you've been yeah. there, like... No, no, the same... The, I, I actually really... If they're using the same venue, I, I really like the St. Louis venue. Um, the uh, the only venue that I really had a problem with was the Philly venue, and that's not from, like... Not not a problem that the player, players would see, but just unloading the truck because they make it as amazingly difficult as possible. Oh, it was a convention center thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to say, park, like, I've, I've, been to, I've been to the Philadelphia Convention Center multiple times. And it was, oh, it's, it, it was it, great. It, it, it's fine if it you was don't great. have to load and, up and, the oh, truck. And, oh, and there's this, there's this awesome bistro that has crepes all day. There's a Hard Rock Cafe downstairs. Who mm, cares? There are crepes. The Hard Rock Cafe doesn't have crepes. Yeah. All right? Just saying. Sometimes you want really thin pancakes with cream cheese. Dude, Nutella. You mean all the time you want thin pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, that's that's uh, that's definitely a valid perspective. Yeah, well, thank I you mean, for sharing. You want a burger? It. I'm really hungry. No, All right, you understand? They will make crepes right now. They will make me warm, fresh prepared crepes within walking distance. I must go. 
I will wow. have a vanilla beer while I drink uh, it. Stewie just or eat it. Oh my god. Stewie from oh, Family Guy. Stewie Griffin. Oh, I love this podcast so much because I get to do things like this. Oh. No, and this... I get to talk about my love of crepes. <laughs> Alright, no, this was mm. fun though. This was right. this... It's pronounced crepes. Yeah. You're wrong. Uh, I took French for five years, and that's the only thing I learned. Uh, I'm from America, <laughs> America. and I call crepes. Uh, yeah, if, you also, America, you you <laughs> if you were from America, you would understand. If you were from America, you would understand that there is no A in front of that word. You are from America. Yo, can I get those thin pancakes that's with real, strawberries that, in them? That's a really disturbingly good accent. I'm not even sure where, where, where that's supposed to be from. I'm but. an armor brat. I'm all over the world. <laughs> you terrify me, Chris Cowley. <laughs> I was born in Johnson City, Kansas. You didn't know that. Nah, you do. <laughs> okay, so on that disturbing, we, we gotta wrap it up. We, we, we should wrap this up. Yeah, this is ridiculously long. I mean, easily a two-parter. Got Allison. Thank you for coming by. Well, ab- this is an absolute pleasure. It. Uh, absolute pleasure. You will have an amazing time disqualifying all of us. Next oh time. yeah. I, I look forward to. Uh, hey, just so you know, I'm not head judge tomorrow. Well, I can't uh, wait to I'm, join your draft open. I, join my draft opens and then I can DQ you. Good, 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 good. If I flip the table, but, but I let tomorrow, everyone right? know it's going to happen. Is that okay? Everyone, clear your shit out. I am flipping this table. You guys, this table's going over. You better. You got ten seconds. It's happening. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I will do everything I can to to, to not have to disqualify you for that. Okay, cool. Okay, you stuff. Over the head. I was like, no, I just got a big tummy. I just stood up. I didn't. I didn't get disqualified from the event. They just kicked me out of the convention center. Like I can still play. Like we can just like, on the sidewalk. Just pair all my rounds on the sidewalk. It's cool. <laughs> I can we, win we, this thing. We can do fixed seating. Really? Just on the sidewalk? No. No. Oh. We're not going to do that. Oh. Oh. What about on the stairs? Maybe. There's a door over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing on the threshold of right. the event. All right, Allison Medwin, thank you for coming on. Absolute pleasure. Thank Absolute you for pleasure. for teaching our listeners lessons. Uh, thank. I you didn't f- learn anything. Good, good. The last thing I want this to be is educational. <laughs> 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 it's seldom. Then I might have actually contributed. It really seldom. If, if somebody learns something from the podcast, thank you, they did. Thank we, you. We, we are doing you know, it wrong. Thank you mostly for contributing to our fucking inebriation. Absolutely. I, I, I swear to God, the next time I will bring you more obscure beer. Ooh. That's okay. She's going to bring it in like a plastic jug. <laughs> it's like, what is this? My grandma makes it. Done. Pour it up. Done. I need you to sign this release before you drink the beer. <laughs> is that okay? I'm having, I'm having trouble seeing. Ah, don't worry about it. It passes in a few days. It's good though, right? Yeah. It's, oh, you God. have to throw it. You have to throw it all up before you can see again. But it's really good. <laughs> the vomitorium is that way. <laughs> vomitorium. That's. If there's anything I've learned about vomit, it, vomitorium is anywhere that you need to vomit. <laughs> that is the one thing I've learned. Where's the vomitorium? Bob? Right here. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, inches right away from your here. mouth. Right. That is where that, it that is. is, is Alright, fellas. All right. We're out of here. Adios. Scrubland number 51. Allison Medwin. Books. We're done. Peace. We're done. We're finished. We're out of here. Thank you very much. Scrublandpodcast at gmail.com as well as Scrubland Podcast on Facebook. You can check us out there. I will see you guys next time. This has been Daniel Sale, Chris Casby, Chris Burroughs, and Allison Medwin. See you later.